Welcome back to Sports Dump, Lewis County's only sports podcast, sponsored by Elam's Home Furnishings and Mattress Gallery, Global Septic, and AmeriCool Heating and Cooling. It is Wednesday, April 19th, and I am Aaron Vantile, joined tonight by sports editor Alec Dietz and sports reporter Josh Kirschenbaum. And uh, how are you guys doing? Staying dry? <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> <laughs> You there sitting in your government job, ivory tower. I actually looking out the window like no games are going to be played today. I'm the weather expert. I actually left at 430 and got a round of golf in and did not get rained on. It was great. Where'd you golf? Uh, I played at Delphi kind of over by Black Lake about 10 minutes from like Tumwater. Not Tumwater Valley. Uh, I was going to, Mm. but they didn't have any tee times open until five o'clock because there was a golf match going on there. Uh, oh, yeah, there was. Rochester and Tumwater, maybe? Probably. I think so. Sounds right. Uh, yeah, so I went to Delphi and got a nice little round in. It was lovely. Where'd you guys go today? What you up to? How are things? Oh, I did a tour of Thurston County, just sort of seeing if anything was going on. And? I mean, third try was a charm. I went to Black Hills for the Black Hills Centralia baseball doubleheader, and as I walked in, I just found the coaches and the umpire standing uh Behind the JV field, trying to negotiate when the uh, when the replacement game was going to be played. Okay. And then I went to Tumwater for Tumwater Central, Tumwater Black Hills softball, and nobody was at that field either. Okay. And then I went uh, across the parking lot because there was a track meet going on, and I and I caught some of the track meet. How was the track meet? Uh, dry, actually. It did not rain once on me. Yeah, it's been a weird day. Yeah. Uh, Alec, where did where did you go? I was at Rec Park. Turfed surface. They play through anything there. Yeah, that's that's the benefit of having that beautiful turf field. Oh yes. Who uh do we want to get into the let's just get into the things. Let's get into it. We can have a bit of baseball and softball today as a treat, but not too much, as Josh's journey tells you. Games were played and we called Aaron like we are podcasting today. <laughs> it's gotta happen. We have to let the people know. <laughs> They played somebody, baseball. Somebody is at home hitting refresh. Like, tell me what happened. <laughs> Please. I don't want to read. Uh, 2A softball. Centralia beats Rochester 3 nothing. That was the game I went to at Rec Park. Uh, Lauren Wasson hit a homer. Yep. Peyton Smith threw a complete game shutout. And Alec, tell us more. That's kind of it, honestly. <laughs> it was 3-0. to zero. It was glorious. There were like two errors. Pretty clean. Went by fast. Like cleanest book I've written out this year while keeping uh, stats. So yeah, it was good. I think, uh, like I said, or I didn't say it here. I was talking to Josh about it minutes ago. Um, this is kind of a get right game for Centralia. They uh, went into spring break a couple weeks ago, undefeated in league, lost twice last week to Shelton and I'm going to say Aberdeen um, and uh, came back and, and got right uh, against a good team in Rochester. Um Minimize their errors. Uh, it's just two in one inning, and you know Peyton Smith went the distance in the circle. So yeah, pretty good game uh, for the Tigers. And nice of uh, you know the Chehalis Parks Department to let them let them borrow the field there for an afternoon. Yeah, and also probably WFS loaning them out too. But yeah. they weren't playing on WFS varsity field, right? They were playing on. They the were other. playing on field two. They oh. still had a scoreboard, but which we were talking about, and we might get into more of this later. But just like. When it's raining this much and this late, you sort of start to think of contingency plans. And yeah, I why mean, not play? Why on not all play? Four fields? Yeah, <laughs> like why not just have the Evco 
located at Rec Park. Well, and if you did that, you could just have like everybody go to Rec Park and play, and then you can get like two league games in a night against different teams. Yeah. Just like everybody, yeah. you know, the visitors just rotate one field over and you yeah. do it again. We were kind of joking, looking forward to next week about like looking at the forecast next week, knock on wood, it's supposed to be clear in 70, like for four straight days. Like we're going to have... You're going to be busy. We're going to have back to back to back to back league double headers in like every league. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean that kind of. I feel like that happens every year. There's one week in April where everything clears up, and well, like if like, that happens, right. why not? Yeah, get everyone together at one spot and be like, we're gonna play. Like instead of playing the same team twice, just rotate. Yeah, just like a practice district tournament almost. Yeah. Uh, in other two A softball news, WFS scores a touchdown, gets a conversion, kicks a field goal late in the fifth inning, beating Aberdeen twenty six eleven. Scored eleven runs. Wow. In the fifth, that uh, game was 12 to 11 after three innings. <laughs> this looks uh, pretty pretty wild. WF West had 13 hits and drew 14 walks against Aberdeen? Yeah, and Aberdeen had six errors. Was uh, Lily Camp pitching? No, she was not. Uh, uh, 17 of the 26 runs were unearned. Lena Fregner had four RBIs and scored four runs, despite going one for two because she drew four walks. Avalon Myers was three for four, walked twice, drove in two runs, and scored three runs. That's six plate appearances in five innings. Fun uh, fun win for WF West. Yeah, and that might have been played at Montesano, too, because, yeah, we complain about the weather over here, and you kind of just go up the road a little bit to the harbor. It's uh, out on the coast. <laughs> it's probably not much better there. So I think they talked about maybe playing that game at, at Montesano instead of Aberdeen because uh, they have a turfed surface, but still, I I imagine weather was probably a factor in that yeah. uh, in that score. But like, it why not play that game like at Rec Park also and just yeah, bring, yeah. Them, bring them all in, everybody. Yeah, just like actually though, like why not? Like there's three there was three other fields not being used out there, including the field that WFS normally plays on. Yeah, like it's uh, I don't know, but also yeah, and getting into sort of where the Evco's at. You said Centralia was one team that went into spring break undefeated. No, Aberdeen was the other one. Uh, or, no, or they no lost sorry. To they were they were the second place team. They were four and one going to spring break and now things are even up evening up with them. So I mean everyone's kinda going through it right now. It's it's gonna be an even league down to the wire by it looks like. Uh, this podcast brought to you by Gobel Septic, providing septic service and portable sanitation for Thurston, Lewis, Mason, Callitz, and Grays Harbor counties. Septic pumping, inspecting, inspection, inspect, inspection or inspecting. You know what? You can call them whatever you want. <laughs> septic riser installation, commercial septic pumping. Of course, grease trap services. Clean out that uh, concession stand fryer for you. Porta potty rentals, obviously, and portable sinks. Visit gobelseptic.com or give them a call. 360-736-2167. I'm really burning through the... Notes, kind of, kind of short notes, but you know, yeah, it's almost like I had five minutes to write them. <laughs> you did, you did a bang up job, Josh, as always. Uh, that's two A softball. Our host, you have to like get us into conversation more. Yeah. You got to bring up some. <laughs> this is going to be a he- one heavy on the conversation because the notes are running out fast. <laughs> yeah, two uh, A soccer. There were some games played yesterday. Yep, Centralia beat Shelton two nothing with goals by Justin Rosales Reyes in the eleventh minute and Simba Osman in the thirty eighth minute. Good one for Centralia. That was another get-right game. They lost a couple in a row. Um, that was the one I was at. And other than being very cold and very late because Shelton's bus got delayed, so that JV game was going on until 7.30. And they kicked off the varsity game at like 7.45. Um, yeah. Centralia's kind of in the in the stretch where 
they need to start flipping results because the way that Evco works, they play everybody once and then they play everybody in the exact same order. And the first time around, they won two games and they lost four in a row. Second time around, they split their first two games and now all the rest of the games are going to be against teams they lost to. And this was the first one. Shelton stole one from them first time around and Centralia got him back uh, yesterday and they looked pretty good doing it. Shelton really never threatened. Centralia didn't really have much in the way going forward either. They got those two goals and kind of sat on it. I think they were called for offsides like four times in the last five minutes. So it was a, it was a little interesting, but, mm-hmm. and they were not close. They were, they were upset about it, but I was like sitting in the bleachers like you are just so far offside. Kid. <laughs> <laughs> just cherry picking there. Um, Classic Noel offense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in other two way soccer news, WFS beat Tumwater one, nothing. Yeah. On a PK goal by Cameron Kuntz in the first half. That was the another one. Uh, WFS flipped the result the first time around. Tumwater, that was a game, if you remember, uh, WFS opened up. They played like four games in five games. And I think the Tumwater game was like the last one. And back when Alan Anderson was saying, like, first of all, our legs are just dead. And second <laughs> of all, we haven't had a practice in a week to like actually fix anything that's going on. Uh, this time around... They got him. They got a penalty kick goal. I think it was in the 11th minute, and he just said uh, the off uh, the defense just completely shut him down. Coons was is Coons is actually on the back line. He was leading the defense along with um, Hayden Sierra. Sierra, I don't know. He's their keeper. He's their keeper. Yeah, um, might be Sarah. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean that's a good team to, to shut out there. So uh, who's who's on top of the standings in the Evco? I did not have time to look. I think Aberdeen. It's either Aberdeen or WF West. All right. But Aberdeen has beat WF West twice, so it's probably Aberdeen. And WF West can, uh, you know, I don't know, like solidify its its second place position in the standings with the win Friday night in the Chronicle Cup. <laughs> WF West leads this. Do you call it a series? What do you call it? Isn't there some like uh, soccer thing? Leg. No, the leg is like each game. Oh, yeah. Uh, series is a matchup, I think. Sure. <laughs> they lead the series 3 1 on aggregate. Centralia's 3 and 5 in league. WF West is 6 and 3. Chronicle Cup predictions, boys. So, yeah, it's big for Centralia. I think, like, they needed to win yesterday to keep District hope, Hopes alive. And Noel was saying his best guess was that if they could win one of their last three matchups, that would probably get them into the pigtail spot at the very least for Districts. And yeah, Tom Water is pretty much in. Um, predictions for the match or for the Chronicle Cup? Both. First, the match. Then I don't the Chronicle Cup. I I, I, <laughs> I don't think Centralia is winning by three goals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That would, would be I a would big ass. That would be a Chronicle Cup miracle. Yeah, yes. pretty much. All right. You thought you in the two-year series of the Chronicle Cup? <laughs> just truly <laughs> unprecedented. history. Truly unprecedented. Um, yeah, it's like the Kraken. You know. I was just gonna say. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, but you know some, what they say. Just you can't take anything for granted when it comes to the Chronicle Cup. You got to throw out the records. When <laughs> anything you get in the can happen. Cup. Uh, who are some players to watch for each team? Like, who's somebody who's good? Who, if I were going to this game, I could be like, you know, that kid. He's pretty good. So the the one for Centralia, the two players that are really interesting. Um, Leo Perez was their guy coming into the season. He was their main attacker, and he has been hurt just about the entire year. And it kind of got to the point the past few weeks where 
Noel was like, it's not going to get better all the way. So we're not going to like rest him. We're just basically going to put him in for sprints, like one 10 minute period. And then he's going to rest for 10 minutes. Then we're going to throw him back in. And when he's in there, he's really affecting the game. Mm -hmm. He got the assist on the second goal where he drew attack. He, yeah, he got the ball in transition and took it up field and then laid it off, put a perfect ball through, uh, when he is on the field, he is definitely the one to watch. When he's not on the field, and I guess he's setting up when he is on the field, is Simba Osman. He was by far Centralia's best player last, last night. Uh, every time he got the ball, he was doing something with it. Uh, for WFOS going forward, I know they have uh, Elvis Leal Perez. He scores a lot for them. Cody Pennington was kind of their main guy up front yesterday. He didn't score, but just kind of put in pressure. In hockey, you'd say forechecking. Uh, oh. on the back line. And that's something where I think um, WFOS really is trying to play a ton of possession. And Centralia, I mean, everyone wants to play possession. Uh, Centralia's back line, there were times yesterday that they were shaky where they, you know, sort of passed the ball back and tried to swing it across the field and either just kicked it out of bounds or had it intercepted. Uh, somebody who's good at putting that pressure up front, I think could could cause some trouble for him. What's uh what's the over under on this game like goals scored? Yeah, like three and a half, four and a half, five and a half? Eh, three and a half. And a half. Uh right. it's at Tiger Stadium, so you don't have to like if this game was at Chehalis, they'd be swimming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. Uh Tiger Stadium uh gets very fast when it gets wet. Um, because that turf is I mean, it is turf, but it is uh, I mean, we know. Yeah, we know. Yeah. The, the, the listeners know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> people at home nodding along. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we know Tiger about Stadium Tiger Stadium. Uh, I'm going to do the cop-out guess. I think it's either going to be a one nothing game or it's going to, I think if WFO, WFOS could hit a roll and get, you know, four or five. Okay. Um, I, don't think, I think it'll be like three to two. What was the last one? I remember. Three to one. Three to, no, 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 no. So Centralia won the Chronicle Cup. I remember it was on penalties yes. last year. Did they go in down or? They lost, so Centralia lost on PKs on the first matchup. So then okay. they won the game in PKs, and then they did another round of PKs to determine who got the cup. Gotcha. So they didn't have to overcome any de- deficit. It was just no. Okay. Yeah, which is bonkers. <laughs> this year' nightmare scenario is Centralia wins by not enough goals <laughs> to get yeah. the cup. So if they won, if they win by one, WFS still WFS would still get the cup. Yeah. yeah just give them another trophy. Yeah. Like something else. Chad's got trophies around. You know they're. There's probably three in this room hidden somewhere. I can't imagine they'd be all that excited to hold the cup uh, <laughs> if they lost. Uh, this podcast brought to you by Elam's Home Furnishings and Mattress Gallery. How you guys? How you guys sitting for uh, living room furniture? Could, could all, always be better. It's all flooded now. I, <laughs> too much rain. Uh, your your patio furniture needs an upgrade. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure if they have that. Uh, but you know, the bedroom you can always do some some work in there. You know. Yeah. Spruce things up. Sure. Yeah. Do you guys have dining rooms? No. Not really. Oh. Kind well, of, but not really. That's something to aspire to. Get yourself a dining room. Get yourself some dining room furniture. Can they supply me a whole dining room? Like an add-on to my apartment? I mean, maybe. <laughs> like, they could give you a box, the table comes in, and then, yeah. you know, you just you know, work with that. Uh, Plop Elam's it in home. my bedroom. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's, this is my dining room as well, you know. <laughs> Elam's Home Furnishings and Mattress Gallery. It's 1530. It's a scene from Futurama where he's, she's... Is like, is this your table? No, it's also my bed, and he yanks off the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yanks off yeah, the tablecloth and just lies on top of it. Well, you should just go in there and start laying on tables and be like, "Do you have anything softer? Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible for my back." 
1530 South Gold Street in Centralia. You can check out their sick deals online at elamshf.com. Uh, do you guys want to talk? Who's? Let's just do a quick rundown. Who's the uh, Who's the leader at this point in the Evco baseball standings? Oh. WF West. It's WF West. Uh, yeah, yeah because they haven't lost in league. Tom Water has one league loss. Yeah, so, so they're kind of. And who did they lose to? Aberdeen. Aberdeen. When they committed oh. like a bunch of errors. Yeah. yeah. And so the weird thing about this is the two A Evco rules, which is like I think everybody else's rules, is that if a rain gets made, gets if a game gets rained out, it has to be scheduled the next day. So we had a bunch of games that were supposed to be played Tuesday, Wednesday, which became Wednesday, Thursday, which are now Thursday, Friday, uh-huh. or Friday, Saturday. So every single day they get pushed back and then rained out and then pushed back. So Tumwater was supposed to play WF West Tuesday, Wednesday this week. Obviously, they have not played. Uh-huh. Clearly. Uh, now they are supposed to play Thursday, Friday, mm-hmm. even though that's not going to happen. So... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But currently, WFS number one, Tomato number two, everyone else kind of trying to figure behind it out behind him. And it will get clearer if those teams can ever get on a field together, but we shall see. All right. We've already discussed Evco softball. Uh, how's Tonino? What's Tonino baseball? How are they looking? Pretty good. They Their issue is all these games have been rained out. They've only played one league game so far this year, and it was in pretty rainy conditions. They they lost lost to Montecito 19 to 16. Yep. That's wild. Yes. I'm glad I wasn't keeping a book at that game. Um, Uh, Montecito is number two in the RPI board, and Tonino is eight. Sure. We'll do some RPI talk here in a minute. Sure. Sure. But they they had a, 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 I think, were they supposed to play today or yesterday? Probably. They did a series with Hoquiam. They were supposed to play. They've recently, had a doubleheader with Hoquiam. They were supposed to play to like. They were supposed days. to play a doubleheader against Eatonville. That's been pushed back several times. So they've they've had some some bad rain luck. So it's kind of tough to tell where they are. But they've only played one league game against obviously Montesano. Very good at baseball. So yeah. Uh, how about the two Bs? Who's the who's still the team to beat in the two B baseball standings? Toledo, Abna. Toledo is on top record wise, but Toodle is. Charging. Toodle's hitting its group. I mean, because Toledo's still on one league loss. Maybe two. I don't know. But yeah, they're they're number one two. currently in the standings, standings, but they were fortunate enough to open the season against Toodle before they kind of got it going. Toodle just uh, shut out Adna. Adna, yeah. Toodle split it, with Toledo. Toodle is starting to uh, hit its stride, really. Adna definitely was... Uh, you know, Jackson Cox is firmly in the rearview mirror. Nobody has to worry about him and it turns out he's got a brother and who was Ad- also good at pitching. Yeah. And Adna, I'm, I'm Adna has history against Connor Cox dating back multiple years. And I'm sure uh, the pirates were not thrilled with how today's game went. Uh, he allowed two hits and one walk and uh Toodle beat Adna five to nothing. Okay. So that clears up the standings a little bit. Uh, how about to be softball? Is Adna still? Yeah. What? The have they played? Beat? No, they yeah, they played have one. Played. They or they three. Played. Sorry, they beat Wakayakum by a lot, and they just swept Winlock. Okay, so they're really just playing the perennial powers. I mean, all their games are going to look the same. It doesn't really matter who they play. <laughs> but any game that possibly that's not even could meant be, to be like disrespectful. Any it game sounds that, disrespectful, yeah. but it, yeah, it just, does. They're Don't just worry. good. But and, and the games that could possibly be closer, we're talking. They won't. But not yeah. three innings. Maybe who, who would they be expect like on Alaska Napvine Rainier maybe Toodle, maybe Toodle's all right maybe, maybe I don't know but 
I can imagine some of those being three inning games. I could, yeah. Uh, what uh, district tournament pr- predictions for Adna? They're going to be in the finals, to, yeah. you think? They'll win. Who, who are they going to be in there with, though? Peel Valley? Doesn't matter. Peel Valley good? <laughs> Maybe? Yeah. I like, P- sure. I like PWV. They run rule to Toledo. And I Toledo's like PWV. They're going to lose to Adna in three innings. That's They'll good. lose <laughs> to them in five innings, but yeah. Uh, they, the PWV just uh, shut out Toledo um, in a non-league or 11 to zip in five innings, so... They've looked like they've kind of replaced the team from last year a little bit nicely. They mm. obviously they have a really strong tradition. I just don't think they have the the star power that Adna does. I mean, Adna's just got yeah, just, a bunch of just whammers. They do. You saw it last year. Yeah, yeah. They're all back. Every single one. Did they graduate? They had one or two. They win the district title by one run or something like that. It was like like, it was like one or two. And they just also like, shelled the D two pitcher, and now that D two pitcher is I gone. I don't want to like completely dismiss the rest of the league because when other teams are good, we don't completely dismiss. Like I'm dismissing them against Adna, and he asked in context of Adna, is anyone going to beat okay. Adna? No, but uh, elsewhere, I think Rainier is a team yeah. that is uh, definitely I, I a think, state yeah, contender. I, I think Rainier and Toodle and those are ones that we could be talking about reaching, like you know, the final. Probably the final weekend of the, the state ter- of the state tournament. I think Toledo could reach the yeah. state semis. I think exactly. PWV could, could reach the state final. Okay, but in context of Adna, which is how the question was proposed, no. Okay, all right. Uh, I don't think that's disrespectful. No, it's it'll be fine. Do Someone's got to get us clicks. Do you want to take an Adna versus the field uh, <laughs> state championship bet already? Sure. Having uh, having played two games in yeah. league play, <laughs> yes. Uh, let's see. I think I'll say I would have I would have put the Tootle baseball versus the field bet in that last year. That would have burned me. So they yeah, didn't even get a district title. There it is. Yeah, people forget that. Adna's lineup is just so strong. Like even even if Von Moose has a bad outing, or I know Ava Sims yeah. also pitches for them. They just, I mean, they've had. Any, I think they've had five girls hit home runs. Yeah, already. anyone in their lineup can do it. Uh, I don't think one game I saw last year like five girls hit home runs in the top of the first inning. Yeah. It was absurd. Yeah. And they nearly lost that they game. They almost yeah, lost. What does that say about them? That was such a that was such a cool game. It was a great game. PWV was also a super team last year. So yeah, uh, it's I, I think it's been obviously I haven't had the chance to watch PWV yet this year, but they have really replaced Olivia Matlock, um, you know Danny Shannon, a lot of the girls from last year really well, um, and kind of stepped up and 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 looked pretty good. I think Lauren Emery is is their ace now, and um, obviously she didn't get a bunch of playing time last year, so. Um, It'll be interesting to see how they kind of look when they cross over into the the Central 2B with more of the teams we cover. Obviously, Run Rule Toledo, who's a top half Central 2B team. So, um, yeah, you can never... I mean, I don't think anyone was looking past PWV this year, regardless of how yeah. many people they graduated. You know, they're, they're a good pro. And also, you know, Ken Olsen stepping down. Um, so... Uh, they'll they'll definitely be in the mix. We we I mean I think we talked about Rainier last week. They're Rainier. still undefeated, um, and, and they look pretty good. And on Alaska could sneak up and take someone. Lisa Liddell's a very good pitcher. So um, yeah, they're a very strong league. I just think Adna is kind of on a, another level as everyone else. All right, let's run through some other sports real quick, and you guys just give me like one one athlete or team who is good. Uh, girls golf. Samantha Johnston's been leading uh, Centralia pretty much every time they're out on the on the course. Yeah, and Natalie Eklund, who went to state last year, is m- meddling for WFS pretty much every time as well. So those are two pretty good athletes. Uh, how about some track? 
I just was at the the meet at Tumwater, and Tumwater's uh, John Hoffer won the 1600 by like 30 seconds. He, yeah, he he's a defending state champ, I yeah. believe. So uh, He's really good, and also uh, Makai Odoms doing jumps for them is quite good. Peyton Sickles just broke the Winlock 100-meter sprinting yeah. record. Lucas, I saw uh, that. Uh, WFS Lucas Hoff just went to a meet in Puyallup against pretty much the best forays in the state and got third in the pole vault, sixth. Something like that. Top, pretty close to the top. Yeah, he's been good. Cleared thirteen feet six inches. Um, Acacia Murphy at Rainier is winning pretty much every sprint and jump that she participates in, and when she gets beat, it's by uh, Morgan Hamilton. They kind of go back and forth. At, or Kira O'Neill when it's jumps. O'Neal. Yeah, uh, but yeah, they've taken each other on in like three meets now, and I think they're like splitting the results. All right, uh, tennis. Uh, it's girls tennis season. Yeah, gotta get Isabel in the. Food yeah, I know she was know. mad on the news jump thing when we did. Tell me more about tennis. Want to talk about it. Uh, I think Mari Cisse for WF West has been yeah, pretty she's good. Been she's been their top everybody. singles player. Their second singles player, Laura Yip, has also been pretty good, pretty solid for them. And I think Centralia's top singles player, Olivia Norris, has been pretty solid as well. So those are kind of a couple of names. Yeah, I haven't gotten right. any calls from Tomwater or Black Hills. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by AmeriCool Heating and Cooling. Fellas, we all know sometimes you're either just too hot or too cold, and you wake up in either the cold sweats or the hot sweats or the, the hot shivers. Can they fix it when you're too wet? Probably, yeah. They can just dry can out. Can they get rid of this rain? Turn up the... the AmeriCool, fix the weather. Dehumidifier, maybe? <laughs> you think we can get, like, heated fields? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. They have that in like, the NFL, uh, right? Let's call their hotline yeah. and ask. Yeah, uh, that hotline, 360-273-3300. That's a 24-7 emergency service number. I'm sure they would welcome calls at midnight being like, hey, just a question. Like, what if you what if you heated a football field? Could you do that? Just don't call don't call them too much too often because you don't want the hotline to get too hot. Otherwise, they're going to have to cool it off. Yeah, well, if anybody can cool off a hotline, yeah. it's our friends in AmeriCool. Heating and air conditioning, your comfort is their business. They offer full-service HVAC installation services and repair with a 100% satisfaction guarantee with everything they do. Just like us. Just like this podcast. You can visit west.americoolonline.com to learn more or stop by their office at 21822 Old Highway 99 Southwest, just north of Centralia. And Josh, you wrote a story that wasn't exclusively about sports, but kind of about sports and oh, also this, money. The, the Josh pisses everybody off. These are your are two favorite things, correct? Sports and money. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, I mean, they're my two favorite things. Okay. <laughs> how about you tell us about it then? I, I don't know how levies work. That's why we've got you on. <laughs> yeah, you're a local man. I, I, I'm, local man Aaron <laughs> Vantile. <laughs> this, this literally affects my pocket. But yes, I. Uh, you wrote, Centralia has a levy. Uh, the ballots are out. This is... What is it, Tuesday, April 25th is 25th. the levy date, I think? Is the, yeah, is when the levy votes are due. And you kind of got into what it means for Centralia Athletics uh, yeah. if the levy should fail. And this is a replacement levy. Yeah, so the levy is on the ballot because it failed in February. Mm-hmm. And districts get two, you get two chances to pass a levy. You're capped at two votes per, a year. Per calendar year, I Per think, calendar yeah. year, yeah. And the levy, you, actually, you can probably say the specifics better than I can for how much it costs people because I don't particularly it's know. based on yeah, it's, it's like based a, on property value or something yeah. per 
thousand dollars of your property. Can't value you tell that we are the, the sports people and not the news dump? <laughs> anyway, the the sports pertinent information. So the levies around. $3 million total and about $900,000 of that goes to sports. Okay. Um, and that's athletics K through 12. So it's not just Australia high school, Australia middle school. Also even some of the youth leagues that the, um, that the school district runs yeah. are funded by this. And that is just about everything, everything that the school gets for athletics. Everything the athletic department gets outside of donations is local funding. Cause like, so the, so the school also gets federal money and state money for academics and for tech, not for sports. Yeah. So while everything else in the school, well, a lot of other things in the school kind of have, you know, this is bolstering our budget for sports. It's if this levy passes, then on January 1st, 2024, Centralia School District gets, the Centralia Athletic Department gets $900,000. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't, it gets nothing. So what would that mean as far as JV teams, uh, things of that nature across the board for Centralia? So officials here are not being very explicit um, because, so the vote is happening on April 25th. Budgets for the upcoming fiscal year are due in August. So because yeah. so the fiscal year runs January for, to, to, through December. So because they passed the levy last year, they get they already have their money through the end of this year. So that includes you know fall sports. So they're not so if there's the levy some fails, they're not going to go yank the baseball team off the field and be like that's it. And they won't yank the football team off the field next year. Yeah. Um, though they will have to you know spread that out because suddenly that money's gonna the money that they thought was gonna last them. You know, three months suddenly has to last them 12. So to make up the cuts, they haven't, yeah, sorry, they haven't said what exactly will be cut, but there are lots of other districts going through this because this is a problem that school districts have in Southwest Washington and just about the rest of Washington too. And this is a big thing, but Vancouver, where is it down south? uh, Woodland and Washougal are both facing double levy uh, votes and Woodland, whose levy uh, is way less money. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, they have explicitly said that if their levy fails, they will, they're getting rid of all of their C teams. So anything below junior varsity, mm-hmm. they're going to eliminate the entirety of their middle school athletic department. And they're going to eliminate any school organized transportation. So no buses for anything. Okay. And they're also going to cut their athletic director's salary by 40%. Okay. And that. For a 2A school, Woodland's also a 2A school, is predicted to save them $250,000. Okay. And Centralia, so Centralia, again, $900,000 for athletics. And according to their athletic director, Tim Ahern, about uh, 15% of that is like making things better, you know, improvements to equipment. You can table all that. The rest of that is, you know, coaches' salaries and referee fees and buses. So... Mm -hmm. That's like the bare minimum to cost to run an athletic department yeah. is about $750,000, which is three times what Woodland is threatening to cut. Okay. Uh, Washougal is whose athletic budget is roughly the same as Centralia's has said that it will have to cut every single uh, coach and coaches will have to be entirely volunteer. 
Oh, I'm sure they don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> Man, uh, imagine getting them to call in. <laughs> somehow we managed to get Kramer to call in. I, I mean, some, <laughs> somehow, boy, somehow this happened. So Centralia, and that's the other part of this, Centralia failed its levy. What was it, two years ago? 2020? Yeah, I think they did, yeah. And Ahern was saying, like, they're still feeling the effects of that. It's not something of, oh, well, next time around we're going to pass the levy and everything will be back to normal. Yeah. Uh, they're worried because the levy failed, and uh, I'm sure you were here, we weren't. The levy failed and there people left. You know, athletes transfer to schools where you can play sports with better resources. You're telling me local kids have transferred out of Centralia to play sports in different districts? I, I know your eyes are bugging out of your head and your arms Never are falling off in shock. Yeah, every one of our listeners right now is going through the same reaction. I, yes. I'm sure. Uh, you uh, you muted yourself just before you spit out your mix of doc, Diet Dr. Pepper and whiskey. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah. <laughs> so much judgment. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, I mean... I'm off the clock. <laughs> but... Golf has been played. It's time to relax with my favorite cocktail. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's kind of what's on the table. And it really, I know there are lots of feelings about this levy. I know there are people that don't support it. There are people that do support it. It is definitely a, a bummer. Not like It's not a good situation that it is, you know, everything or nothing but it really is and when it comes to yeah, the, the athletics it is everything or nothing yeah uh so i for one uh am a single issue voter in that i like having high school sports to cover um, so you voted for the levy uh once i go to my mailbox and get my ballot i probably will yeah great uh i also voted for the levy so just just so everybody knows where this Lefty Whiskey podcast. and Dr. Pepper yeah. gentleman stands. I know we are three big city liberals and all that. But. <laughs> the biggest of cities, yeah. yeah. Centralia, I mean, it's huge. It's, uh, it's the biggest city in Lewis County. Uh, but yeah, and when I was talking to Ahern, like, he got in last year, so he was not here when the le double levy failed mm -hmm. two years ago. But they have, his. he kept saying that they were, they were hopeful that it was going to pass, but so much of his excitement over that athletic department is what's coming up the line. He said their, their middle school numbers are higher than pretty much they've ever been. Yeah. Their youth outreach is better than it's ever been. They are adding, they're trying to add youth leagues. Like they, they, they're, they've got the outreach with the little league. They've got outreach with youth soccer. They're talking about trying to add more with youth basketball and even flag football, get kids invested, uh, tying sports and the community together and Centralia High School, like, mm -hmm. trying to build a pipeline, which is what a lot of schools, you know, have. You look up in, like, Tumwater, they have their youth sports programs are really robust. They're trying to build something like that here. And that's going to be the first thing probably on the chopping block because you you need to be able to pay officials. And yeah. you need to be able to get to games. Even if you think they don't deserve it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> they think they do. And unfortunately, they are the final judge of whether they come or not. <laughs> like... The bare minute, like, yeah, it's going to cost every penny that if this levy fails, it will cost every penny and then some that the school has to field a bare athletic department. Yeah. And everything under that gets basically tabled. Um, and but yeah. but hear me out. What if they just cut CRT and woke studies from the budget? <laughs> that wouldn't they be able to fund athletics then? Yeah. Too uh -huh. many, too many drag races at the track meet. I <laughs> It's that's why the that's why the turf's so fast. Yeah, 
Um, no, your story was good. Um, I enjoyed it. I'm glad it made it to the sports section and wasn't swallowed up by the dumpster fire that is news. <laughs> I figured the news, the reason I wanted to write something like that is the news section has covered the hell out of this levy because yeah. they do a good job of what they do. And it's one of those where there is so much of this levy that isn't sports. Like, mm-hmm. cause, um, I think it's only like 14, 15%. it's only four. Yeah. 15, like 15% of this levy is sports. It's just a hundred percent of sports is this levy. Like there is even more that's, that's not sports. Like pretty much, I think everything in the way of counselors, a ton in the way of tech support, building repairs, I think other extracurriculars, yeah, I think every probably. extracurricular is in this levy, right. but even not extracurriculars. Yeah. Like, uh, mental health counselors, I believe academic counselors, as I know for Woodland, like one of the things on their levy is like, we want to like fix the holes in the roof. Mm-hmm. Like that's levy. <laughs> um, but, and there, there's so much that you could almost lose the forest and the trees, I guess. Yeah. But if you just, I wanted to write something that was like, if you care just about sports and having that outlet for kids and having that part of the community, like this is kind of necessary for it. It was, it was a good story. Good Thank work. You. Uh, do you guys want to talk about some games coming up in the next few days? I've got the list up here. Who the hell knows what's coming up in the next few days? Here's a big game tomorrow. Yeah. WFS baseball at Tumwater. You guys Fool excited? Fool me four Maybe. times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tudor Lake at Adna baseball tomorrow. That's probably going to happen, right? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Toledo at Adna softball. Maybe this you know, is, you know. I, I said it's going to be like 70 next week. You want to just fast forward? To- <laughs> we, we'd like to cover Adna softball at some point, honestly. I, <laughs> it's been It's been tough. Cover their season opener against Rochester that they lost, and since then they've played four games I in two tr- months. And districts start in like three weeks. I remember something. trying to convince so. you that the Centralia Tumwater softball game was going to be like a good, a really good game last Monday. Well, and <laughs> and uh, I, I obviously I talked with David Orr, Centralia's coach today, and he was like that. That's been tough for these kids is constantly having, you know, not only just your games getting pushed back, but obviously they have sort of. You know, not a mental hurdle, but Tumwater has beaten them in a lot of different sports, right? So they constantly have to be like, oh, Tumwater's waiting, Tumwater's waiting, like, when are we going like to play this them? process of having to push it back a day, it's just, it's got to be hard for the, the kid. Like, if yeah. you just said, it's not happening this week, and put it, put it on the date in two weeks when we're pretty sure it's going to be sunnier, but that might be better than you show, you have to, you know, you pack your bag in the morning, and you're like, it's game day, Maybe. And then you like you're th- you know by noon or one yeah. when and where and if you're playing exactly as opposed to we know we're not we're hitting in the cage because it's gonna be raining like you don't have to try to get in the zone every single day yeah yeah I think it's I think it is tough for the kid it so much of Western Washington baseball and softball is simply just like teams that adapt to the circumstances better than the other ones yeah. you know it's the teams that are like that can deal with all these rainouts and playing a team that maybe they didn't expect to play on that certain day. Well, especially or, imagine like baseball, like imagine you're a pitcher and like, yeah, this could be the day you throw five innings. So, but if it rains, suddenly you're playing tomorrow. So you don't want to throw a bullpen today because you need to rest tomorrow. And you just get in that perpetual loop of it might be my day tomorrow. So I can't throw too much today. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get rusty. Uh, for the record, the weather report says a 90% chance of rain tomorrow, only 23% on Friday. So maybe, you know, fingers crossed. Yeah. I well, think it also says thunderstorms on Friday. Uh, not according to weather.com. Oh, thunderstorms for the Chronicle Cup? 
Uh, yeah, that would be our luck. The one thing that can cancel <laughs> soccer is lightning. <laughs> uh, and then starting Tuesday, it really clears up. And then Thursday, next Thursday, mostly sunny and Beautiful. 70 degrees. Supposed baby. to get pretty warm, yeah. Yeah. I'm so get the shorts the out. Yeah, it's shorts and flip-flop season, boys. Uh, anything else you guys want to touch on before we get out of here? I don't think so. Looking forward to hopefully some better weather. I'm knocking on wood. All right. Uh, we will talk to you next week. <laughs>